There can be no doubt, leadership is what separates a place of work from a place to work. But what makes a good leader? Welcome to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast on leadership. It's for leaders. It's by leaders. Here are your hosts, Jim Livingston and John Nielsen. Hi, and welcome to episode two, season two of On Point. Uh, In today's session, we're going to talk about one of the topics that is quite often underrated, but it's one of the key areas that leaders need to focus on, and that's stakeholder engagement. So, John, let's talk about stakeholders. I mean, if you think about your career at Microsoft, obviously engaging with stakeholders was a pretty big thing, you know, as part of your job. You know, what do you consider as stakeholders? In fact, uh, great question. Stakeholders is anything starting from within your team to people at peer level and managers and senior leaders in the company above you. So it's really 360. So anyone can be a stakeholder. Yeah, it's actually written in the name. You know, a stakeholder is anyone who has a stake in your team, the product you're working on, the department you're in, your organization. Uh, and by stake, I mean, are they impacted or are they involved in any way? Do they stand something to gain? Do they stand something to lose? That's what a stakeholder is. So if that's a stakeholder, what's stakeholder engagement and why is it important? Yeah, so for me, engagement is really the relationship you have. How how do you, first of all, earn that relationship? Then after earning it, how do you manage it and maintain it? So it becomes a very powerful one. Yeah, So, so that's really engagement for me, how you connect, communicate and do stuff together. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, when you talk about engagement, when you get married, you know, that's, that's an, you know, start of that is an engagement. And it's really the same process, which is when you're working with people, it's a relationship. Yes. And how you engage with that people, with those people, really does influence, you know, how they support you, how they don't support you, you know, whether they collaborate, whether they compete. Um, that's really the engagement piece. So if we can't engage with people the right way, you know, we're not going to get that support when we need it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think when you start to think about who are they, yeah, because they all have a different role, yeah. yeah? But also there, there's a priority. You cannot say everybody is my stakeholder, yeah? You're going to get very tired. <laughs> That's the point. Not all stakeholders are created equal. Some exactly. stakeholders are more important than others. Some stakeholders have more influence, right, and, and are more involved than others. Um, so it really does depend on whatever it is that exactly. you're working exactly. Exactly. You could have someone that is has high influence and high involvement, and they would be one of your ultimate key yeah. stakeholders. Exactly. You could have someone who is highly influential but not involved, right? They, they require a different approach. Yes. So how you actually engage with different stakeholders will vary depending on the type of stakeholder it is. Exactly. We can't treat them all the same. Yes. Right? And this is really key. So if you think about you know, how we go about engaging with stakeholders, what are the, you know, the, the, the four or five areas that we need to focus on you know, in order to sort of improve the way we engage with stakeholders? I, I think we, we have to start at the beginning of the journey to say and assess, uh, assess them. Yeah? And, and it can even vary from project to project or initiative to init- initiative or time of the year. Sometimes finance is very important, sometimes less important. 
wherever it is. Huh? So assessing who are the stakeholders and put them into, I, I don't like to use the word boxes, but kind of describe what type of stakeholder it is. That's where the journey starts. Yeah. yeah. And a very common tool is an influence involvement map where you actually map some metrics where you map out, you know, what type of stakeholder, how involved they are, yes. how influential they are. Right. Yes. They're, the, they're the two sort of criterias, influential and involvement. Um, I think assessing is really about being very, very clear about who those stakeholders are. How are they impacted or how are they involved by what it is you're working on? What do they stand to lose or gain is a really key thing. If you don't know what they stand to lose or gain, then you know that's yeah. you know that's that's a that's a recipe for disaster with stakeholder engagement, right? Yeah. So one, absolutely clear, assess who they are. What would be a second one for you? The second one is what we often refer to as the consult phase, yeah. And in fact, I would add a word called research. Find out uh, what type of business, what kind of priorities they, in, what what could they benefit from meeting with you? Okay, really understand. What is the scope of the engagement? Yeah, you don't want to change the world with them. They could be a part of your project. They are very important from a communication point of view or customer connect, whatever. What is the scope of that? So really spend time on discussing that with the stakeholder and, and, and understanding from other people sometimes. That's a research. I mean, yeah, how, how, how can I use it? Yeah, I think this is the key point. It's about consulting with them, not trying to railroad your idea over them, but consulting with them. You want, to, you, know, you want them clear on the purpose, the scope of what it is, the risks, the approaches being used. You want them on the same page as early as possible. Right, and this, if the, the earlier they're involved, right, then you're taking them on a journey. And I think you need to think of it as that, as a journey. Yeah, exactly. Right? You want them to be involved in the journey, right, not be a road bump in that journey. Yeah. So I'd say that's, that's two. A third one, which I'll give you, which is for me is really, really key, is connect, which is about getting to know them beyond the scope of the work. I mean, we're dealing with people. You know, connecting with them as individuals, getting to know them as people. And I'll give you a quick example of this. I remember I was coaching this this leader from from the insurance industry. This leader was responsible for creating products for the insurance industry. Right now, one of his biggest stakeholders was risk management, and. In order for him to create a product, he needed to get approval from the risk management team that this product was not going to be too much of a risk to the organization and the finances. Now, the problem was that every time he went to create a product, the only time he would ever talk to the people from risk management was when he needed something from them. And he often found that he didn't really know the people very well. He didn't really know the challenges they faced. So he changed his approach by actually making the time to go and meet these different people and get to know them a little bit, to understand, you know, what their work entails, the challenges they faced. And after sort of going through that sort of effort to connect with people, he found that the relationships with those people improved immensely. And when it did actually come time to asking for their support on projects, right, he found he got much less resistance from them after there was a better connection. So, you know, I think the connection piece is 
is, is super important. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Which brings me to, to a fourth aspect of this, which is really the collaborate stage. Yeah, because often it feels like you have to fight to get time with the stakeholder. Yeah. Okay. But if you really do what you just did there, and it's more than just when I'm in trouble or need them, yeah, it's like a win-win. They really look forward to meet with you. You don't have to fight to get the meeting and say, okay, of course you're gonna get 15 or half an hour on my calendar to really talk about the success, yeah? Because this is a win-win. It's not only for me, it's also for them to make sure that they gain something because what's the point if it's just about me? Everybody has to kind of have a benefit. Yeah? yeah. And collaboration really does build on consulting in that, you know, it's really about co-creating what success looks like for the project, for us, for them, you know, and, and making sure that everyone knows what it is we're working towards, you know, how we're going to benefit from it collectively and how we're going to measure it. So I think that would be sort of really key is that collaborate piece as well. Yeah. So we've got assess, really, you know, really understand them, consult with them, you know, get them involved, get them on the same page, connect with them beyond just the project and really do it in a very collaborative manner. It can't be a us and them approach. It's got to be a we approach, exactly. right? And I think that's really key. If you were to think of like three golden nuggets, absolute must-dos, yeah. What would those must do? What would, what would one be? I, I think really, again, it always starts with taking time to understand who are my stakeholders. It's a very dynamic thing. So it can, in fact, change throughout the year. But constantly check in and say, who are they? And have they changed? And why do I want to meet for them? That, that's... Yeah, who are they a stakeholder? And why, why are they a stakeholder is really important, yeah. right? Um, you need to be clear about who are your stakeholders? I'll give you a quick example of this. I remember I was coaching a leader. This is a leader in government who was responsible for doing products for the whole of government. And he was working on a project, uh, on a product which was going to be distributed across all of the governments. And he sat down and mapped out who all the stakeholders are. He thought about who are they? How are they different? How, you know, how do they communicate? What's their personality? What's in it for them? What's in it for me? And he came back with this really, really good map of who the different stakeholders were, right? how we needed to engage with them differently, mm -hmm. um, and you know, how, how he needed to sort of improve and communicate with them, which was really, really key. Yeah. So I think that's a key thing. Uh, what would be a second one? A second one, which is just so important to me, which is really preparation. It sounds very boring, but... Before you go into a meeting with a stakeholder, which is really key to know, know his world, his issues. The more prepared you are, you come into that conversation with him or her, understanding their strategies, their challenges, and you have really prepared yourself, they will really love that and spend even more time. Again, it's not just about you, it's about understanding their situation, their world, and kind of how can you potentially help to solve some of their uh, problems, but preparing for that conversation and, and really think a little bit, do your homework before just going in and say, oh, our next meeting is up. That is not good. Okay. Preparation. Yeah. And in the sales world, there's this expression, right? Which is, there's this saying, which is, if you can show me a better way to do something, I'll be more willing to buy from you than you are to sell to me. And I think this is the key point, which is if you can, if you understand people enough and you can show them a better way to do something or how 
your product or whatever it is you're working on is going to benefit them, yes. they're going to be more willing to support you than you than you need to actually ask them for support. Yes. So I think this is where the, the, the consulting piece and getting connected with them. Yeah. Okay, there's two. What would be number three? The last one, and <laughs> since you said it, it's in my mind, it's, it's like a relationship, being engaged, being married, yeah? Invest in it, okay? I think... Whenever you haven't identified them, you know the topic, there's a win-win situation, make sure you really need and kind of nurture that relationship beyond just business. Get to know the person, go a little bit beyond scope, be creative about the future, but investing in that is for me very important to go a little bit further than just the business. Yeah, I can't agree more. I mean, you know, we, we forget this. We can't treat this as products, projects. Right. Yeah. people, yeah. and the better you know people, the more connected you are with people, then the more you know, the better that that, that relationship is going to be. You want Absolutely. stakeholders who you know. We want stakeholders who give us constructive feedback, not complain. You want stakeholders who you know encourage, support, and help drive what you're doing not stakeholders who put road bumps in the way. Yes. And that doesn't happen if we are not really, you know, really, you understand them, you're connecting with them, you're consulting with them, you're getting them involved, exactly. you're collaborating with them. It doesn't happen. Exactly. And then you have it. That's some of our sort of thoughts on stakeholder engagement. It's not rocket science, but it is one of the most key skills that any leader should possess. And it, don't think of it in terms of just senior leaders, senior leaders. You know, how well have you assessed your people? How well are you consulting with your people? How well are you connecting with your people? How well are you collaborating with your people? All the best teams have these elements sort of working with them. You've been listening to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast for leaders by leaders. Want to keep up to date or come on the show? Please visit www.northpoint-training.com slash onpoint.